Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot. I'm Darren Miller. And I'm going to jump off a building. Welcome to the... (laughs) We're gathered here today (laughs) to mourn a loss. Look, my name is Travis Helwig. Welcome to the (laughs) post-game pod. Um, Hi, Travis. We just did the watch-along on the LAFC YouTube and Twitch channel. I feel like um, they love torturing us. They really do they have bring us, us on for the hardest <laughs> games. This one at least was fun for like 70 minutes. It was fun for a good period of time. I will give it that. And then it was we were punished for having fun. Uh, it w- it really was like you guys are coasting too much. There were people in the chat talking about how excited they were for Tuesday's game and getting off work. Yeah, um, that was bad. I just want to say we have a special guest joining us as always our good friend vince la rosa is here vince welcome to the show well oh. he went away <laughs> he's um, back again should we it's like a remix do it just do it, do it again do it again hard summer hard summer hey vince why did you do that to us what the fuck vince <laughs> yeah wow thanks what for a- coming you're a scapegoat now <laughs> Yeah, what did I just walk into? Like, I, <laughs> we're mad, Vince, and we weren't able to express yeah, oh, how mad we this? were on the real live stream for LAFC. Our, our it's a little so guys, out watch on you. along. <laughs> oh, how the oh, how the tables have turned. Now you guys are the ones working for LAFC, and I'm the one that can say whatever I want. <laughs> so let's go. Oh, um, Vince, that was bad, Vince. You're I another mean, person. It's your fault. Uh, <laughs> Tell us what Sorry. you saw, Vince. It was Tell hard us what, to, what the fuck happened from, from what we were bad, doing. I mean, bad's relative. I, I will say, I, I mean, I expected to come into the funeral procession. I, but I didn't think you guys would be this low. I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, I knew that that was my great, great aunt. I mean, I'm just here. I heard there's food later. But you guys are very dark right now. I'm not. I mean, I'm bummed. 
you know, I, I'm not as bummed as those people that had thought they were going to get out of work early, I suppose. <laughs> but like, look, this is honestly, this is the way high level games go. I mean, I think you have to be pretty, it's a gut punch. Okay. Let's just start with that. It's a gut punch is the worst. You're, you're bummed. But I think when you look at this in the grand scheme of things and maybe what it will mean for the remainder of the MLS season and maybe the playoffs, like LFC went toe to toe with one of the best teams in Mexico, they thwarted what they did well and, and flexed what LAFC did well. Yes, Monterey had a bunch of possession. That wasn't fun to watch. But if you're going to tell me like, well, I wish LAFC had more of the ball, look at the chances that they created. Like they really should have won the game. 2-0 yeah. up, could have been 3-0 up at a, at a point. Then could have been 3-1, but you know, multiple chances to make it 3-1. So yeah, I'm I'm bummed, emotionally bummed, and my gut wrench reaction is like this was a chance to get into the semifinals, which basically gives you an extra chance to book your place in Concacaf Champions League Cup. But in the grand, in in the way you just look at the game from a microcosm, and the fact that it's just one game, they did pretty well. I mean, in regards to creating chances, now you could say doing pretty well in my mind is dominating the game and passing the ball around. Well, then then you're Monterey. And but Monterey for the longest part point in that game was the one terrified. So again, this is soccer. Yeah. This is I know I'm maybe being too rational, but I just look at that game and like if they make some chances why you're here. Yeah, they make some chances <laughs> if Mario Gonzalez has maybe got a little bit more in his legs, you know, to finish off. Or just gets chances. out of the way. Sorry. Yeah, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, clearly he's been listening to the show because he already hates Steve Abu. Just shows up. He's gonna miss. He's gonna miss. Get me the ball. Well, he's like, "Hey, bro, wait, you're gonna score here? Ah, uh-huh. that's not the narrative." And so he just he stepped in. He took care of business. So you know you got to give him that. But I, I just a, a lot to be upset about, mostly because you just don't get to play another game. But if you're gonna yep. look at this and use this as a referendum on this team, then I will push back on that. Here's here's what I'll say. And and I think you're right. Everything you said is correct. I think this feels bad because we got to watch for 70 minutes, a team that deserved to win and a team that in my head at that moment, if we won this game, we should win leagues cup. And I allowed myself because we were playing so well to walk down that path of what the next two weeks are going to look like because it was that type of game for a while. And so there's something very painful about what is, and I'm going to say it, a choke job from LAFC where, I mean, you can't call it. We were up 2-0 and they scored three goals in what, 20 minutes? That yeah. you, That's as close to a choke minutes. job as you could get. So it's, I, I, I'm not saying that we played poorly, but we clearly didn't, I don't know, it's a painful way to lose when we all know that we should not have lost that game. I think there's going to be some questions I mean, what can we do? Fucking Palacios got sick. We put Palencia in there, and Palencia had a tough last 20 minutes of that game. I think we can all agree on that. I don't know. Yeah, how, how fit is he? How fit is he, right? Like yeah. He just came back. I was with you until you got the choke job. You just went way off the way well, off. Well, what, the map, what else do you back. call that? But then you came what? back. Well, I'm just saying, like, your, your first reaction, I was like, man, this is, is this sensible, Travis? And I was like, man, he really is drinking water today. Uh, like, <laughs> you were, I was like, man, that, that's exactly how an emotional, you know, lover of this team should feel. Like, man, I'm bummed. I'm pissed. Like, you, your bottom line was you're pissed. You wanted to be in the championship game. You were led to believe that you could dream for a moment. And they really gave, they gave you that 70, like you said, 70 minutes. They gave you that. And it was an intense game. And we knew they'd have possession. Anyone complain? 
complaining about possession, didn't listen at all to what anyone was saying before these games. That's how they were going to play. I think what also is hard for me is that it's now difficult. It's difficult to not look at this in the totality of all the cups this season. And we came within one game of winning the Champions League. We lost in, we also were allowed to live stream that game. We punted on Open Cup. Which, you know, who I don't know if people care about Open Cup that much. I certainly don't care about it that much. But we missed that opportunity. We're the not going to win this. The people that do just creep me out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was, you Open Cup truthers, like I, I do actually do love you. But some of you get a little much. It is. There is a lot of, there's people who talk about it as if it's the most important tournament. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, okay, let's not get into it. The, but like, we're not going to win the Supporter Shield. Mm-hmm. We now have no choice. But to win MLS Cup, if we want to win a trophy this year, it's the mm-hmm. last one left. And we had an opportunity to win multiple trophies for a while this year. And it just sucks to watch it. So you're punting on Supporter Shield or you don't believe it's a trophy? I don't think we can win it. I think okay. Cincinnati's too far ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, you're probably right. How many games are left? 12. Not Probably not enough. to. No. I mean... It's one of those things where, like, yes, LAFC is an elite team, and especially after coming off a cup win, you just expect them to be able to do miraculous things. But, like, let's even just take that supporter shield. The fact that Cincinnati ran out and won 10 of its first home games, like, not even a draw in there, not even undefeated in a 10. Like, sometimes you just got to say, like, wow, this is a weird year where sometimes what's good is not good enough, and somebody gets a little bit of luck, and you need that every season. And that now is going to roll into my other topic, which is to your point of, Yes, they do feel like they're coming up just short. Like if they would have won a game, which especially for Champions League, if they're in the final, they win that, they win it all. Open Cup, you feel like if you beat the Galaxy, maybe you have a chance to just run the table. Here, you're right. You beat Monterey. You beat probably the best team in the competition. You can go again. But like the fact that you're there says that you're pretty good. And we do still have the stretch run of the season to go. And we do still have the playoffs, which I'm assuming where LAFC was in second spot, which would give them, you know, a good amount of home games. And that was with them trying to get through a lot of things, you know, the Champions League and them being injured. I'm going to guess they're going to have home games. I I really honestly took this game and like I wanted to win League's Cup, but I actually just really wanted to see how LAFC competed against, again, what I think is a top, they could be the top team in the region, but they're top three for sure, for sure. And if you want to include LAFC in there, fine. But one way or another, they're one of the top teams, and enough, probably it's probably Tigres or another Leon. But Leon's kind of de- deconstructed that team. But it's probably another League MX team. But to be near that very peak when MLS hasn't been there for the longest time is, I think it's pretty good because they really went toe to toe with them. Again, emotionally a bummer, but you can't explain those emotions away. But what I can tell you is like anything that you're going to throw at soccer wise, like you can pretty much rationalize a lot of what happened. It just came down to they were better in moments, and LAFC weren't. After LAFC were better in the first moments, to be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was very happy with how LA, how LAFC was playing for most of that game. I couldn't point to any. Usually, when we falter, it, you can see like, oh, this is a problem that's happening right here, and they take right. advantage of the problem, and then something like both teams played well, and we got beat. Yeah. And we got beaten in the most heartbreaking way you could possibly imagine. Yeah, it didn't, most, feel, it didn't feel sub- systemic, right? It wasn't like they were just repeatedly right. doing something and LAFC was like, oh, like they win a penalty, which by the way, that guy is like a penalty plant. First of all, he wears number 207. 
He is the epitome of like guy in the movie credits that is man number one. Yeah. You don't even know who this guy is, but somehow he is the man for Monterey in the past two he matches. He drew that penalty in like 10 seconds, right? He which had just he, come in. Which supposedly he also did against Tigris in the prior game. Like the guy just draws penalties and like, give him a better number now after he might get one <laughs> just after this. Yeah. What that was definitely a penalty, right? Like it was hard to see from our stream. I mean, it was. I did not like that call. I it felt like a sideways yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when you slow it down that much, you can get to the root of what the problem was. Which you know, a lot of times we say like the attacker got there just a hair ahead. Yeah, when you slow it down that much, but you can't see in line. So then, it, the only thing that draws it draws into question is clear and obvious. How clear and obvious is that if you have to slow it down to the actual frame, right? So, but in the end, yeah, he kicks him before he kicks the ball. That's normally a foul anywhere else on the field. I, I will say I'm going to, I want someone to ask for some more, some more positive notes, silver lining. So, you know, we call them happy foots around here. Let's yeah, just say totally there, different. There definitely is a podcast called the Silver Linings Podcast, right? Like that's just too easy. Silver Linings Podcast. Silver Linings Dating Podcast. And if there isn't, we've just copyrighted it, and you bet you guys are. You'll find the person out there for you. I I think it is. There's a couple. The first Mm -hmm. is we're going to get a little bit more rest. I At this point, point uh, there's plenty of happy foots, honestly. We're going to get to a happy foot is Mario's going to get a little bit more integrated with the team. I uh, thought he looked good in spaces. I do think he looked out of. Except for that one particular space. <laughs> I think he looked a little bit. The one space he decided to take up at the <laughs> one a, time. There's a certain uh, space that was not so good. It, Sorry. Mario will, will, will fit more with the team and will hopefully have Vela back by the time that happens. And then we have a front three of Carlos Vela, Mario, and Denny Buwanga, which I like a lot more than. Having Steve Buke start. I also, Matty Bogush continues to be unbelievable in the attacking midfield. Just what a joy to watch. Mm-hmm. We looked good for fucking 65 minutes of that game. And then once the PK happened, it seemed like we lost our head a little bit. Darren, you said you had some happy foots? Yeah, everyone did look good. Like players that you look to to play well played really well. Bawanka was on. He was all game. He was creating chances. He was following through. He did what he could. Bogush was amazing. I liked watching how we played the whole game. I, this is the form that we want to be in. Like, yes, we lost, but the last three games, I think I, I didn't expect to be able to say that we cemented a return to form in a loss. But like, how do you look at the last three games and not feel good about the rest of the MLS season? I think we're in good shape. McCarthy put in a good game. We we lost three goals in the last twenty two minutes, but. He's still put in a great game. He had some great saves. He, they gave him a lot of trouble. It, it's interesting. We had a solid many- back line. I, I don't know what I don't know how to, what to complain about, honestly, other than just like the outcome. Right. It, it really is interesting how many guys you can say had a, a good game, regardless of not having possession. Right. Like, I thought Aaron Long. Aaron Long was just beasting guys, and Funes Mori is not an easy guy to deal with. We know Chiellini's good, right? So we don't even need to talk about him. Palencia coming back, and yes, he gives up the own goal, but like the way he played against Gallardo and really locked that side down, it made sense why they decided to flip them. They were like, Ryan, please go to the left. We know Gallardo is such a big problem, but like Gallardo was not. He's nowhere, nowhere to be found. I think Ilya does what he does. He had a quietly good game. Kellen, I thought, was pretty good until he gives up the penalty, and then honestly, he was gassed. And, and they wanted, you saw the subs, right? Like Kellen was coming off. They wanted to get Tillman on. Yep. I bet you they would have tried to get Tillman on sooner if Tillman would have been fit prior to this game. Like, Kellen yep. was just gassed, and then that kind of happens. But then, you know, your front three are very good. Yeah, but 
I'll tell you what, it's watching Bowongo be that confident about everything is awesome. Like he was just, every time he gets the ball, he's like, I'm going to take you on. I'm going to get past you. I'm going to shoot everything. Like this was the Denny that we're used to seeing. Like he's a volume shooter. He's not like a sharp shooter finisher, but what he does is he puts teams under pressure. He terrifies them. So yeah, there, there is a lot to be positive about. And even just in this game, I thought if you look at it on the balance of things, like, I don't know how much, because sometimes, look, when we talk about tactics, this is what drives me wild about talking about tactics. We don't know. Like you and I, all three, like no one knows. Not even like this, not even the smartest, you know, analyst out there knows because we're not in that room, right? And the coaches rarely say like, this is what the tactic was. But if the tactic was in fact to sit back and let them pour numbers forward and play to our strengths, it worked very well. So you can say maybe they just figured out how to play in the play into a game. Well, that's coaching too. But I think that if we're going to just lean on what tactics are and we're going to say the word all the time, I'm going to say it. Tactically, they were very good. And I think that Steve Trondolo, that bodes well for the second half of the season. Because again, going to the playoffs, I think they're going to have home games. And Steve Trondolo is going to get the chance to have home games and probably going to score halftimes either up a goal or at 0-0 like they did against RSL and then make the little changes he needs to make to beast games. Like That's what we did last year, right? And this is, but I know people are bummed because, you know, it's not going to be close to record setting. It's not going to be supporter shield, but I just, you, you have to look at this game and there's no for sure's in this league, but you have to look at this game and hope that if we can play against this team of this level, then what MLS team is going to really make us scared in any moment at any time, to be honest. I was just going to say, there are no Monterey's in the MLS. Yeah. This is not a mountain we're going to need to climb in the MLS. Yeah, even you can say, look, if Cincinnati wins the support shield, they've been good and they did the things they had to do, especially at home. But they don't have a history of doing things the way Monterey does. So there's no way. And so if Cincinnati wants to come in and play LAFC, and by the way, they wouldn't until the final. So reaching a final right there is a good thing. There's no chance. There's just no chance. Like you said, Darren, there's no Monterey of MLS. I think uh, LAFC vet brings up a good point, Vince. You're not letting us feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> we want to feel like shit and well, but your point was the best i again i just like you got to dream for a moment it's like look when your hopes are crushed that's when you're probably the most sad right like yeah and, and that's the lesson guys don't ever hope for anything don't be optimistic no okay. <laughs> there we go <laughs> yes yes more <laughs> it, I, I will you know, tiny donuts brings up a good point i think we really missed both of our players that for, for those we for thought those was listening start. For those of you just listening, Tiny Dunn says we missed Vela in the second half, which is a very good point. I think we yeah, missed Vela, and I think we missed Palacios quite a bit. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's a bummer that we lost both of those guys in a game like this. I know that they also weren't at full health, but it they sucks. Show up. You know, we had one DP on the field tonight, and they had nine, ten. Yeah, um, right. that's so, a, it's a good point. Honestly, that is a really good point and what they could bring off the bench. And yes, I well, let's not to give Monterey credit. They they were missing Roma, who I think is a fantastic player. That was not from injury though. Like the dude got a stupid yellow card. So don't do that. But yeah, they were they were missing one of their guys, but man, they, the things that they could the players that they can bring on is just the starting eleven. I know somebody was saying like Ordaz was a beast. Why don't we and I think people are probably thinking, why didn't Ordaz start? Did you really want to throw Nathan Ordaz against like did you see their back line? Yeah, They're giants. Like even their yeah. fullbacks are giants. Like I, I wouldn't do that to our dad. Guys, got to keep in mind this is a new tournament. Yes, as much as you want to win it, 
if you're Steve Trundle, you're like, am I going to just throw Nathan Ordaz to the wolves and ruin his confidence for like the next whatever? And instead he gets to come into the game. And I'm sure he's pro- probably brimming with confidence because he was a space in the game. He had the ability to do some things. I will say maybe youthful exuberance, giving that ball away that led to the goal. But you know, what, what, it, there wasn't really much else he could do there to be honest, yeah. but it is what it is. I play aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what ways can you get into the Champions Cup now? Um, there's still a lot. There's still there's still quit. a lot because yeah. I know it. Well, it used to just be what you ru- you win one of the East or West, or you were in the finals. Is that right? Well, it was like in the finals. It was the Supporter Shield winner. Then it was the other next highest points winner, which is usually the other conference. Then the winner of MLS Cup and Open Cup. Now, if somebody from Open Cup, now if somebody in the turn, a lot of times people that were in the finals were in open cup or the supporter shield winner was in open cup. So then it went to an even lower level in the points. And so now the, a lot of those are still in play. The two, you know, you get to MLS cup, the opposite conference winner will get in. There's still ways to do it. You don't just have to win MLS cup. Let's just put it that way. Well, let's win MLS cup. Yeah. Let's do that anyways. Cause to your guys to, and Travis's point, like, trophies are, are out the window for the most part. I agree with you. I don't think supporter shield is really realistic. They should, play their best as well as they can, but would you kill this team to win a supporter shield or to get a chance to win the supporter shield? Not at this point. No, no. but, but you, you go all out for MLS cup. Of course. I think maybe that's where a lot of my pain is coming from is that it feels like a roster in this league, at least the one that we've assembled is fleeting. It feels like we, we have a very limited amount of time mm-hmm. with, the team that we've assembled that I think at this point we feel very good about. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't really know like what the expiration date is on this roster, but it doesn't feel like. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We have a ton of time to accomplish everything that we can accomplish with them. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all 29 teams in, in MLS. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, it's a feature, not a bug. Like, and, For sure. And so, uh, yeah, turnover. Everyone's cra- going crazy about Obviously, everyone's going crazy about Messi coming here. It's like, he's not here for that long. Yeah, turnover's inevitable. And even, you know, John Thornton said on the uh, Inside LFC podcast this week, he was like, look, I didn't, if you would have told me in January I was going to be making this many moves, I would have been like, no, I don't need to. But he had to. But then he had to. And so the game moves fast, but especially again in this league, because I think the margins are so thin, you got to get so many things right and you can't get as much depth. So yeah, Darren, your, to your point is it's a bummer. I think it is. And and maybe it's, we never talk about it, right? We always talk about like, we want to change the salary cap because I want Messi's and I want players like that, but it does rob us 
of a lot of times teams getting to just stick together, which is don't play the long game. Well, but it's also what fans culturally and community wise, like you want to feel invested in your team. But if you're changing players all the time, and look for a lot of people in a lot of segments of the world, changing players all the time, like transfer windows are huge, right? You always want to know who the mm. new guy is. But we also want to keep like core together and a continuity together. So yeah. it, it does make it it does make this league very much different than almost any other. Vince, there's a couple of folks in the comments that are upset with Dolo's game plan with his substitutions. Mm-hmm. Um, you were you were saying that you think tactically the game was strong because we knew that they wanted um, possession. Some we've had some people saying. You know, a team that wants the ball, we gave them the ball. Is why do you think that it was? Do you think it's wrong to point any blame at Dolo for this loss tonight? The team that wants the ball, they got the ball. Yet through up until I would say even at two two, LAFC still had the bulk of the chances. So, what do you value? Do you value the ball? I mean, some people do, and for the longest time that was a thing. I think, but we've started to get away from. Possession means something. Possession only means something if you do something with it. And Rayados didn't do much with it for a longest period of time. Whereas LAFC, with not having the ball and having to understand the moments that they need to get forward, they created the biggest chances. At 2-0, they could have made it 3-0. They didn't. 2-1, they could have made 3-1. They didn't. Multiple times. Like, But that, that's the sport. That's football. There's variance. You miss chances. So I, at the end of the day, Steve, can't, Steve sets him up and goes, I want to put you in the best places to create big chances. You got to at the he end. Of, you got to finish them, and he did. So uh, that's my opinion. You can differ with me on it, but I, I would I like to that. hear what, what your backing of it is because my backing is they still created the best chances and had the best chances to score goals. I, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I have trouble pointing blame. I mean, I admittedly don't know that much about tactics. I have trouble putting blame on Dolo for losses when I think he is the fastest coach to win the number of wins that he has in MLS. And he won the Supporter Shield and MLS Cup in his first season with the team. Our roster now is arguably better than it was last year, outside of obviously Gareth Bale. So I'm not saying people mad at Dolo when we're second in the West. And this is still a good season by any metric for any other team. We th- that said, yeah, I'm still our bar upset. Is really high. <laughs> yeah, our, our bar is just really high. I just think I think it's hard to of all the problems with this team. I, I couldn't bring myself to say it's the guy who's gotten the most wins, the fastest in the history of the league. Here's the thing: I, I love tactics more than anyone, right? Like probably even more than anyone in the chat. But it's not a math <laughs> equation. It's not like x plus y equals this. Like. It, it, so many people want to break a game down as like, if a team lost a game, they got the equation wrong. No, there's so many variables and so much going on that like, it's not always tactics. And even to that point, like I, when I told you guys, like we can't say tactics for sure, because we're not in that room. As much as they gave them the ball, there was moments where they tried to press and they did in fact press. There was definitely Sergi Plencia flying forward to, to fly out and press up on their winger or Ryan Holling said, that doesn't tell me it's a team that completely says, okay, we don't want the ball at all. We will never get the ball. Let's just let them do whatever they want. No, we they, were in transition. they tried to flex themselves, but what they understood was, okay, if we can get out and we can disrupt them and we can win the ball, that's great. But if we don't, then the best thing to do here is to fall back, be in a block, not get overloaded in times and then hit them on the break. That's what tactics are. They're only ever I, tactics. I like I say is it's cracking the door. It's never 
tactics don't win games. I'm sorry, guys. They just don't. As much as like people are like master class, like players still win games, moments still win games, execution wins games, the things that you put into it before that. Tactics are just that little, it's a topping. It's a condiment. You just put it on top and maybe you can make it better or it can make something shit. So if you put something, you don't feel bad at all. You think this was a good game? No, I do feel bad because they're not going to play again. Right. And I want to win a trophy. But what I'm trying to say is like, not it's one 90 minute thing. So I don't think you can always make wide ranging conclusions. We're talking about Dolo. Yeah. Especially from when it's something that like, honestly changes game to game. If you were to tell me like, Oh, LAFC has consistently given up 70% possession thinking that that was the way they're going to win games. Then I go, yeah, well, this is clearly it's not working anymore. And you watch the two games before where we were absolutely dominant in possession. And, and like, it's clear that we just played one of the best teams on the continent, mm-hmm. if not the best team on the continent, and came very close to beating them. Mm-hmm. I think what's hard is a lot of us think that there's a world in which we're one of the best teams on the continent. We, so, you know, that world, yeah. ex- that, just because you yeah, lose the best team, it still puts you in the stratosphere. Yeah. Like, I know that there's only one team at the top of the mountain, but we're still one of the best teams. It's just, they were better on the day. I, it, look, it was a 3-2 game. If they would have thrashed us 3-0, then th- I think that's where I'd be more upset. But I think in a lot of ways, people can accept that more because they're like, the game was over. We never had a chance. They killed us. Move on. It, it's one of those things where like, the you know, got stunned. The score doesn't, um, doesn't express the emotion because of the flow of the game. The narrative of the game was we were up 2-0 for 70 minutes. And so then to suddenly be slapped in the face feels much worse than if it was 3-0 and we can't, we got two back. We'd be feeling like, right, oh, okay. Right, we had, right. Or do you remember the, the, fir- the game we did the live stream for, for Leon? Getting that goal back at the mm-hmm. very end of the game, even though we lost, made the whole thing feel different. Yeah, um, imagine they're down 2-0. They score two goals. Mm-hmm. And then Monterey just scores at the end. Like, yeah. yeah and the, like, but ah, that's the okay. thing. <laughs> That's this sport. There's so many ways that like emotions become different because of the way things stack together. It's because it's low scoring. There's variance. Things are just going to get crazy and y- you're going to have to deal with it. I, I, but I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying you shouldn't be sad. I'm just saying like, just be careful at what conclusions yeah. you make football wise. I think hindsight is a hell of a drug. Yeah. I think well, you want to jump to, oh, Delos. It just, a, well, it just it's, a lot of things I blame that you can say that are you, bad. Yeah, a lot of things that you can say I that are like the reason why coming. this went wrong are because you know what happened at the end. And you're blaming things that were like, here's the game plan. And it's like, well, the game plan doesn't take into account what happens in the end. So well, it's it just the math doesn't work out. Consider how much it happens the other way around. Where like in hindsight, you're like, they won the championship, clearly the best team. They never needed any luck. They had it in the bag the whole time. Right. But then if you could go back and watch every game, you're like, oh, man, there was a lot of times where this team just like grinded it out or did this or did yeah. that. So I think there's rarely a season where like a team, just, not, not rarely, I, I just I can't even think of anyone in history. And I honestly, I watch a lot of world football and enjoy a lot of the history of world football. There's not really a season, at least in recent memory, even this Man City team that won everything like there were hairy moments. They were maybe not going to catch Arsenal. They eventually did. You know, they had moments in the Champions League where it was touch and go. Isn't that what I would say this as a, a whole? Isn't that what we want as a whole? Not as LAFC fans today. No, we do not want that. We would love to crush every team. But as a whole, it's kind of good that football is played this way in the chance where sometimes the best team doesn't win. 
But I would say, again, I just want to go back to this. These were two of the best teams in the region that went head to head and the margins were razor thin. And you should be proud of that. But yeah, be disappointed. We lost out another chance to, to win a trophy. When I, I agree with you, Travis, like you win this game. I don't care who you, I don't care if it's messy in the final. We're dusting whoever comes next easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm with Tim. I want some. I think Tim Morgan uh, states that really what we're all dancing around in the entire live stream so far is what Tim Morgan has to say, which I saved earlier to bring up at the right moment when he says, God, I need Berea right now. Then if this was earlier, Tim, I hope you found somewhere to get it. I mean, there's here in Long Beach, there's like pop-ups everywhere. So which is the Berea stand come to the Rose Bowl? (laughs) Do we at Uh, least get that? You know oh, yeah. those bacon wrapped hot dogs were there. No, also home shout field out advantage. to, to no anyone still Ollie. stuck to, still stuck in the Rose Bowl traffic leaving the match right now. Yeah, is there anybody listening to this in the car? I'm sure. Like, if you're oh stuck on the grass, don't hit, also the, stay. don't hit the accelerator more. You need to slowly ease into it to get those just tires driving all over a goddamn golf course. It is just like I, it was fun to drive on that golf course. That was the best part of the experience for me. I want to state, for the record, formally <laughs> that as far as LAFC is concerned, the Rose Bowl is officially cursed. Yes. Okay. We're we are. I can't believe we gotten this far in before we said it. Fuck, Fuck the Rose, the Rose Bowl. Bowl. Fuck the, the Rose Bowl. Bowl. Fuck the Rose Bowl. It. We. I, I know we didn't have a choice Look, for this game. BMO, BMO absolutely would have been a factor. We did not have a home field. Vince just said that margins were razor thin. If we had played this game at BMO, that would have done something. That would have been a factor. That would, the game would have been a different The smoke game. wouldn't have gotten taken away. I don't, a, a quarter-filled Rose Bowl game is not a home game. And it's also just like, I, I know plenty of people that chose not to go. I was happy to do the fucking live stream because I didn't want to deal with the Rose Bowl shit. The Rose Bowl sucks logistically. We talked about it so much last time. It is a nightmare of a building and it also belongs to a different team and i live so close to the rose bowl i live maybe a 10 minute drive from the rose bowl me too i would love the other direction you only have to drive 10 minutes to get to the rose bowl fuck the rose bowl i'd rather go to sofi at this point the vibes are off the vibes are off (laughs) the vibes could not be worse than the rose bowl they really could not be worse i mean it is true. It is interesting that all of a sudden they're like, now this is an LAFC home game. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Let's look, just a few months ago, we were at a Galaxy home game there. So yeah. what the fuck? We have recent 30- e- recent evidence that this has never been an LAFC home game. <laughs> yeah, it's not an LAFC home, home game. No. 22,000 you know you know in BMO is incredible. 30,000 in the Rose Bowl looks like... It looks like shit. It just and it sounds bad. It's not a good place for soccer. The funny thing is, what, what the whole mystique of the Rose Bowl. And yes, there's been big games there. Obviously, there's the Rose Bowl there every year. But mm-hmm. really, it's just it's it's just like oh yeah, it's really sunny all the time, and it's in a slightly non like gross area of the world. There's beautiful and green around it. Yeah, where there's a golf course. Old. But yeah, but like otherwise, what would you give? What would you say is going for it? Doesn't have like superior amenities. Has horrible parking. The field, the pitch, history. the pitch is not great, as you can no. tell. Like how that thing had like pock marks. It yeah. had like just scratches down the side of it. I don't know. I said this, and well, I'll probably regret saying this. I think I said, "Oh, the Rose Bowl is going to get to do some World Cup games, and then we can blow that fucker up, right?" Because we're done with that. <laughs> and somebody was like, "What? The Rose Bowl is like an institution. How dare you?" I'm like, 
Oh, okay. I thought I thought we were all on the same page, and I thought we could do this. So I guess I was wrong. Who plays there? UCLA. I think UCLA, UCLA. folks really like it. I thought it was it's, USC. It's UCLA. No, USC no, plays. USC plays oh, the Coliseum. Coliseum, of course, which of course, we haven't sorry. tried, and it's next to BMO. Yeah, why aren't we playing at the Coliseum? I think they have hard summer there too. No way. No, How well, hard is hard summer? Let's would, talk about this. What the fuck is this festival? It's not hard summer. It's, it's not even. No, it's someone. It's someone else that's that's playing the stadium. Um, it's not a hard summer, but I would say one, it would be a nightmare to get to have that many concert goers and then try to do parking and do all that. Yeah. So that's that's one reason. And two, clearly MLS has some kind of relationship with the Rose Bowl. It's not like it's not like you're MLS and you go, hey, we need a game. So obviously Coliseum, you're just going to open up, right? Yeah, like, you're just going to do this. They I don't. Have- that's not the way business works. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> Well, because I remember there was rumors that they were trying to get the Rose Bowl, and it's clear that they foresaw this, like that this was a potential thing. And I bet it's easier to deal with the Pasadena Commission than it is to deal with L.A. City Council. And you get wide swaths of parking. You don't have to deal with any competing venues and other other things. There's a lot of things going for it. Yes, in our brains and our just like, oh, yeah, it's a stadium. It makes sense. It's right there. It makes sense. But it's what I tell people. People always tell me, like, I don't understand why they can't do it. I go, have you ever thrown a party at your house? And they go, yeah, of course. I go, okay, next week, you're going to throw a party with 10,000 people. Wait, why would I do that? That's basically you're asking these people to just, they're like, well, with 10,000 people, there's going to be need to be security and safety and all these things. I go, what do you think throwing an event is? Anytime, anywhere you go, there's these, all these other things. So it's, I just wanted to say to people, it's not as simple as just being like, that one yeah that stadium that's the one we want the vibes are off at the rose bowl i will say i go i was running last year i was doing a lot of running i would run at the rose bowl four times a week it's beautiful there it is beautiful though brag jeez i wasn't okay we get it you run cool (laughs) awesome wow Um, wow so healthy i don't ever want to step foot in that fucking building (laughs) so long as i live I hate it there. It is a bad venue. It is full of sun. I get that it's historical. I even love Pasadena. Fuck the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I, the parade is the best part of the Rose Bowl. The Rose Parade? Yeah, they make all the floats out of flowers. That's beautiful. <laughs> wow. That was so pure. All right. Can we end all on right. that? That was just like <laughs> his response was so pure. Relevant to this, Tim, Morgan, Tim Morgan's devolving pure form for Tim Morgan. Tim Morgan's really on one lo- in the comments. Just absolutely loving it. <laughs> Happy foot. Travis's blue eyes against that lovely blue Enviro-friendly kit. Oh. I can't but, wait. You know what? Tim Morgan has been devolving. There's two sides to everything. He also commented, excuse oh, me, I'm putting that up. Yes, let's ask the question, is Travis the Dark Angel? Two nights he stays home, we win. There's flaws to that logic. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, is there? Because... I stayed home Defend tonight. Yourself, Travis. I yeah. stayed home tonight. Maybe Prove Darren. It. Maybe Darren is the good luck. And yeah, maybe it I has need nothing to, to do with games. Yeah. Once once we figure out how to record in the same room, Darren, we can start doing. Oh my that. god! Can you believe no, it? No, we, what if no we Darren, no party. No Darren, no party. That's what I always say. Travis is seventy-five years old. I don't know what oh, that comment oh, means, uproar, and I really hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I love I that of, because of you the run, three of us at the Rose Bowl. No, I think it's because probably because he was like, I don't want to go there or something like that. But of the oh. three of us, oh. like the fact that you would one be the only one that would hate being called seventy five years old, but yet we all agree we wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> I oh, is that because like that was like a crotchety old man? Yeah, a I little bit. I think yeah, yeah. I think you, you yeah. took it out. But also, I do think running at the Rose Bowl feels like an old person thing to do. 
Yeah, like do you, you see pull, other old people running? Do you pull your? Do you have white athletic socks that you pull over baggy sweatpants? That's exactly that the question like, I would have asked. Thank you. For and this. they're just. I have, I have a question. Just gray. I have a yeah. question for you guys as humans. I oh, was okay. when I was running Bring at the race goal. You assume a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I had the impulse to high five strangers who were running in the other direction, and I never did it. If I'm it, maybe it's a question to ask a woman because I bet it's a different thing if it was like a woman. But if I put my hand up for a high five, would you? What would you do? Would you do it or would you be oh, like, absolutely. "That guy's weird"? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I should ask a woman because I bet a female would have a different. They'd be uh, like, mm, "Fuck off!" Yeah, um, punch, you in, punch you in the face, which you probably deserve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're that guy. I don't know. High five seems innocent. Well, um, it, but it, it's an invite to come and talk is what they it, would. Well, think. and this also yeah. depends. Like, you do it once, and everyone's like, "Yeah, that was cool. That guy did that." And they're like, "Every time I see that guy who wants to high five me, and I'm <laughs> just, just I'm, o- I'm over it." <laughs> it's cool that you think I could do more than one loop at the Rose Bowl. That's a 5K. It was insane. <laughs> I did it like three times. Okay. <laughs> It is a very Look, diverse group of runners. I'm over there all the time, just going to kids' base. I'm getting um, a lot of exercise. I want to end on this comment from Rancho, which is that he learned to ride his bike at the Rose Bowl. And I think that's, that's the last pure. time that's a pure thing pure. happened yep. at yeah. the Rose Bowl. Um, <laughs> any happy foots or sad foots we want to get? Anything that was cool, any plays that we saw that we liked that we didn't want to get to at the end? I mean, the Bogu shot was beautiful. Bogush had a really gem of a game. Any other people have great games that we didn't get to because we were sad? You know, I don't think he had a great game because obviously he had a really poor corner at the end. But like, I what I liked seeing from Krasta was like he had a little bite to him. Like he's not afraid to mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. There was like one foul where like he clearly fouled the guy and he looked at the referee like, "What? I got the ball." It's like I like that. I, I like that. I enjoy that because I feel like he's looking good for me. Yeah. Well, I feel like some of the reasons why maybe people get down on Stipe is like, he doesn't seem like he seems upset and like the, Oh gee, golly, like Ned Flanders way. Like I missed that shot and he doesn't yeah. get like pissed. And I think that you can't relate yeah, with that the way. Edge. Yeah. The way you can with Krastev when he gets upset. So I, I, I really like that uh, about him. The, yeah. There was like, pl- I think there was places like I had in my notes that I'm like, this could be big. And then like, it didn't turn out. So I don't think I have anything else to, I, I think I, I liked seeing that we, we knew how important the counterattack was and we did get it going. I, I feel like I've seen in other games, I've seen us have the opportunity to make something out of a counterattack and just not really have much urgency with it. Yeah. They did it, it well. Felt like I mean, everyone was on the same page in this game. They were like, "We got it. This is the thing we're trying to do." Yeah, what a difference some trainings make. Like the ability to actually yeah, like yeah. talk to each other and and link up. But that that's the thing. It's their biggest weapon is transition, but it's dangerous, right? If it doesn't go right, it, it makes you look really bad. But that, I, again, that's a, a rewatch that game and see how many times they made something big out of transition. And a lot of that was Maddie Bogush. He was fantastic in transition. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to see how beautiful the world is from the bottom of a well, um, <laughs> but you got to remember what it was like before you fell in that well. Think, uh, think of all those teams that aren't in the quarterfinals of League's Cup. They're all sad at home. Oh no, wait! I've been seeing these MLS. Hundreds like, of We're them. so happy to be. Home. <laughs> we'll get some more rest. We'll get Carlos Vela back. We're going to have a stronger team. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. Vince, thanks for joining us. As always, if you enjoyed the show, you're still watching at this point, please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot. It's only $5 a month. It helps us keep making it. And it really goes a long way to making this feel like a community. And everyone who's on the Patreon knows that it's 
fun to hang out over there. We have we talk to people like all day long. A lot of fun over there. Is that it? Anything else? Who our next game is against Colorado, Darren? Yeah. Proper response. Twentieth. Yeah. (laughs) Proper response. We'll take it. This is a good a good game back. Only nine days off, but we'll take it. Nine days is perfect. Nine days is fine. Let's do it. In soccer terms, you just want a regular cycle, and that's like pretty perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. we love you. Bye. Sorry for uh, we didn't do we didn't do call, uh, many Collins. We didn't do many Collins, but we just had to grieve, guys. Yeah, we just just the family tonight. <laughs> um, but thank you for hanging out in the comments. There was a ton of comments, and it was a lot of fun. And we love you. And if you if you came over to the LAFC live stream, thank you so much. It was fun hanging. Yeah, out. it was great seeing a lot of you guys there. It was awesome. Vince, where were you? Thanks everyone for <laughs> for <laughs> watching. Uh, if you All check right, my, you my Instagram see. story, I was getting tattooed. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Show it. Or is it wrapped up? I, it's kind of wrapped up. Let me see if I can get Oh, it's got that second skin. Is it the cowboy boot? Is it the boot? Yeah, it's a cowboy boot. Whoa. Oh, cool. That's yeah, pretty rad. Do I have a cowboy? Do I have any cowboy stuff? No. This is the second time tonight. First, you got, you and Jason are trading fucking trophies. And now I, yeah, and I have nothing. Darren, and now you and Vince have fucking. Darren, show us your tattoo. I don't have any fucking tattoos. Well, guess what? Okay. I, ha- I happen to know a lady that can do some tattoos. She's about 15 feet away from me. Really? Uh, if you want to follow her, she's just been starting doing it. I, I, I'm, can I just do this for a second? She can't, yeah. I don't think she can hear me. Uh, my partner, Cody, has just started doing tattoos. And the tattoo that she did on me is probably like her 15th tattoo. It's pretty incredible. So That's, a, that's a really great tattoo. Show it again. Let's, let's show that tattoo you, again. You guys, you guys should follow her. You're here. That's great. On Instagram, awesome. it's yeah. It's, what's your Instagram? It's at Cries Rainbows, which is a fantastic Instagram That's name. Instagram. And maybe because she's always posting that she has openings for like her apprenticeship, and one day she'll be all big grown up, big tattooer. You can have like a nice cowboy boot tattoo as well. So maybe you should hit her up if you're in the area in Long Beach at Retro Row Inc on Fourth Street in Long Beach. Whoa. You had me until Long Beach, Vince. As always, <laughs> as I will. Usual. Pick, I will pick you up. <laughs> Well, thank well, you. I, I genuinely will get a tattoo from her. We'll lose money. Out. I'll lose money on the gas, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> the content will be we, worth Travis it. We'll and the Travis and I both posted her her handle well, in the comments. For Darren, <laughs> it'll be his, his first tattoo. Which it would be, be my incredible. first tattoo. Let's do it. It hurts, yeah. Darren. Uh, oh, they don't tell you. Heart they, cell. Like, <laughs> they don't tell you. They don't tell you that. Yeah, because they're all my arm. They're all hard, grizzled veterans of tattoos. They're like, it hurts. They don't know. I just got to say, I think the tournament was rigged against us. I think. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Now that I've given it some thought, Don't the tournament was it. rigged. Don't you do it. I'm a, I mean, why else would they use a phone for VAR? <laughs> That's my happy foot. Using a physical telephone for Very VAR. Very good happy foot. Yeah. The 90s phone. The cord. Uh, like They had to untangle the cord. Why are we still doing this? It's 11 p.m. on a Friday. Everyone Goodbye, everyone. Sleep. Goodbye. Yeah, I love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.